the book of Daniel chapter 2. Glory to Jesus. Libado Zadabande. Verse 46. If you are there, say Amen. Then Nebuchadnezzar fell on his face, prostrate before Daniel, and commanded they should present an offering and incense to him. The king answered Daniel and said, Truly, your God is the God of gods, the Lord of kings, and a revealer of secrets, since you could reveal this secret. Then the king promoted Daniel. Somebody said promoted Daniel. And gave him many great gifts. And he made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon. And chief administrator over all the wise men of Babylon. Also Daniel petitioned the king. And he set Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego over the affairs of the province of Babylon. But Daniel sat in the gate of the king. Chapter 3 verse 1. Nebuchadnezzar the king made an image of gold whose head was 60 cubits and its width 6 cubits. He set it up in the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. 13. Then Nebuchadnezzar in rage and fury gave the command to bring Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. So they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the gold image which I have set up? Now, if you are ready, at the time you hear the sound of the horn and the flute and the harp and the lyre and the psaltery in symphony with all kinds of music, and you fall down and worship the image which I have made good. But if you do not, you shall be cast immediately into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. And who is the God who will deliver you from my hands? Oh, hallelujah. Um, 17. If that is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace and he will deliver us from your hand, O King. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. 28. No, 24 first. Then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished, and he rose in haste and spoke, saying to his counselors, Did we not cast three men into the midst of the fire? They answered, and said to the king, True, O king, look, he answered, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt, and the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. 30. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. Amen. The story starts by the king having a certain dream nebuchadnezzar dreams how many of us have had dreams before and you've had a, a dream that you, you you know you had a dream but you don't remember the dream 
you've been there before like you know that i had a dream but you're not too sure you can't really recollect and sometimes it can be very troubling when you wake up say, i know i had a certain dream but the particulars of the dream are not apparent and are not clear to me and king nebuchadnezzar was in such a state he had had a dream and uh, he wanted an interpretation of that dream and he calls all his wise men all his diviners all his um, prefects all his uh, um, 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 enchanters if you like and they came to him and he told them i have had a certain dream but i want an interpretation to this dream now they told the king well that's good but you tell us your dream first so that we can interpret it for you the more they asked for him to tell them the dream the more offended and annoyed the king became and he told them all you are doing is that you are just asking for time because it appears you don't know what you're about and if you don't tell me what i'm looking for i'm going to first kill you and i'm going to rage um, raise down the entirety of your homes and it's going to become like a dunghill and the bible says after a while these guys couldn't come up with anything so the king commanded that they be killed they be slaughtered as they were about to execute his order daniel heard this and began to inquire what is it that has brought this judgment upon them and it was told to him according to scriptures he went to the king and said king you know what give me a few days let me confer with my god because my god is a revealer of secrets people of god we serve a god who is a revealer of secrets and i pray for you certain secrets that are hidden in your life are coming to the light of day in the name of the lord jesus somebody say yes now the king said no problem he gave him a few days he went sought the face of god with his peers shadrach meshach and abednego he came back with confidence came to explain what the dream meant he told him you saw in your dream um, a, 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 an image the head of the image was made with gold the breasts and the hands were made with silver the belly was made with brass the legs were made with silver and uh, uh, the legs were made with iron and the feet were made with clay and iron he went forward to interpret this to him and told him Nebuchadnezzar the head is you you are gold and every other thing that comes after you is a kingdom that will be weaker than your kingdom and uh, the Bible says after he took time to explain to him the details and the exact dream that he had had the king looked at him and prostrated before Daniel this is a king lying before a man he was so moved by the revelation that he had received he decided to lie down you see how you lie before somebody he just lay prostrate before daniel it didn't stop there he said give daniel an offering i thought you only give offering to god he didn't stop there he said after giving him offering give him incense then you see that the thing has really gone a corner square we have been a young man on tv that then he started he said your god is the god of gods and the lord of lords there are many of you there are many people around us they will only proclaim these things when the power of god is revealed people will only say the god that you serve is something else the god of grace temple is something else 
Jehovah God is something else. They will only comment like that and agree like that when they have seen the power of God at work. There are some of you seated there, you are battling with one or two things. But by the time God is done with you, you yourself will know that indeed God is God. People who knew you from the past will recognize that your God is alive and your God is still God. I came to tell seven people this morning, the power of God is still alive, is still active, is still at work. And if you can allow yourself, he will touch you and reach you and bear things will be lifted off you. Somebody shout yes. yes. Now, now, he said your God is the God of God. But 20 years later, we come to chapter 3, 20 years later, the guy who was prostrating and offering, giving offerings and incenses is now saying that he has created an image and that everybody should bow down to the image. Is he not the one who said your God is the God of gods? How is it that this same person is now saying you have to worship what I have created? Two things. Number one, do you realize that he created an image made of gold even though he had a vision of an image made of different parts? In other words, he wanted to display to God that you may have, you may have said something, but as for me, I am the fullness of, of myself. I am, I am gold from head to toe. You can't stop me. You can't break my kingdom. He wanted to demonstrate to God, yes, you said some brass and you said some clay, but as for me, I don't think any kingdom can, can come after me. I don't think there can be any greater than me. That is why Nebuchadnezzar didn't end well. After 20 years, he had forgotten that he had had a certain encounter where he himself proclaimed that God is God. I've come to understand, time has a way of corroding faith. Time has a way of corroding people's belief system. That is why you must continually stay with God and continually remain in his presence and on fire for God. Because the encounter you had last week cannot carry you into 2020 unless you have another encounter and continuous encounters. So he says his mercies are new every morning because the challenges of every day require new mercies for you to sail through and go through. If you just rely on the mercies of yesteryears, something will come that will collapse you along the way. You will be shocked that the way you used to pray, now you can't pray like that anymore. You will be shocked that the way you used to give testimony you are not doing it anymore you'll be shocked that the way you are giving you are, you are not going to do that anymore because time corrodes faith so the bible talks about uh uh paul when he got to the to 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 the land of the of the Malta, where they had gathered fire the bible said he continually carried wood and put it on the fire because if he stops putting wood on the fire time will extinguish the fire and the flame is he not the man who said well i didn't read it well he said your god is the god of gods and your lord is that now he even has the audacity to ask them if you people don't bow down who is he who is this god that can save you from my hand he has forgotten people forget to tap someone say people forget one 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 person told me something he said when you marry the first thing you must give your wife is a pin. How many of you know that one? Young men, when you marry, the first thing you give your wife is a pin. You say, why? When you have a, 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 an argument, one day she'll tell you, oh, come, why won't you a pin? Come, Amida. So you anticipate that problem, that proclamation, and provide a pin. Or come, hey, my top pin, I'm out. Pin, pad here. Pin pad, you make my mouth pin. One day, because people forget. Have you not sacrificed for somebody and they are forgotten? Have you not done things for people and they are forgotten? 
time has a way of corroding the memories of men look at the israelites god will come through for them and save them from the egyptians and do this miracle and provide for them in, in the wilderness meat and uh, food and every now and then it will appear as if they are forgotten that god has brought them from one situation to another it reminds me of certain people when they come out of school they are praying god give me job give me job god will come through for them and give them a job and within two years they are forgotten that one day they used to pray a certain prayer and they were asking for job now that they are looking for might and it is delaying they will start questioning god the same god who years ago had provided a job and you find somebody whose marriage is is given to them and then now they are looking for each other and somehow they will now start questioning god and they forgot it that there was a time that their prayer topic was god let me finish this exams then their prayer topic was god give me a job and their prayer topic was god get give me marriage and god has come through for all of those things now if god has done it before he can do it again and i came to tell somebody don't forget the healing god gave you in the past don't forget the blessing he gave you in the past don't forget the miracle he gave you in the past don't forget the encounter he has given you in the past tap somebody say don't forget don't forget don't forget don't forget don't forget forget. he has created an image he said if which god which god is it that can save you from my hands my hands which god can save you from my hands and then they said oh king live forever we know something this matter we don't have to stretch it it doesn't have to be a debate or an argument between us and you just know this one it's a simple matter just know it that we know that our god is able number one say he's able oh come on say he's able then he says and he's willing say he's willing so he's able and he's willing to deliver us but even if he does not deliver us we will not bow down to this image they identify the abilities of god and the willingness of god it is one thing to have an ability it's another thing to be willing to use that ability people are willing they are just not able there are many of you here you wish you could feed thousand people every day you are willing but there is no ability there are people who are able they have the money but they are not willing but there has to be a measure of willingness and abilities that is the problem with smaller gods they may be willing but in order for them to be come to the place of ability they need to go to the one in whom all power is vested and rested and to obtain permission so it is god who decides when to give them permission to become able that is why you must rather trust in the supremacy of the king of kings and lord of lords because he doesn't confer with anybody he's just able he doesn't discuss with anybody he's just able he doesn't need permission from anybody he's just able and this god who is able and willing i see him coming through for somebody it may have delayed but he is willing and able you are looking for it but he's willing and able you have not for long but he's willing and able get ready to experience him in a unique way somebody said that is my story so he's willing and he's able but even if he does not we will not bow down we will not even if we will not you see it is like saying i know that you want to sleep with me before you give me a job but even if i'll go hungry then i will not sleep with you and I'm dialing some numbers right now. You see, because it is easy to compromise. Oh, it is easy. What do you think? 
It is easy for them to have said, you know, this is wisdom. Because if we do, we will die. And God doesn't want us to die. So it is better we just use common sense. And we just do like we are, we are bowing. Then when we bow and everybody goes, we get up and then we use, look for an opportunity to do evangelism and soul winning in Babylon. Because if we die, how can we win souls? Even the Bible says that you shall not die but live and declare. So once it is not my time, to, I have to, we have to use wisdom and bow down. So it's, it's like saying that, you know, you know, there are so many people I have to pay their fees. And, and, and I can pay tithes and I can, I can bless the church and I can promote kingdom business. This one, if I, if I just sleep with him, I can pray. God will forgive me and then I can be supporting them like I want to. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It is easy to rationalize and it's easy to find excuses to do what is wrong and to compromise. But the Lord is looking for a generation of people who will say, no matter what, I am standing with you. No matter, come what may, it is you I am with. Even if it delays, I'd rather have it from you than have it from the enemy. Because whatever the enemy is willing to give you, that thing has the ability to kill you. Hallelujah. I'd rather wait for God. I'd rather wait for him. I'd rather wait for him. I'd rather wait for him. Look, God, you see, look at what they said. Even if he does not, we will not bow down. Even if he does not. And yet, what does God do? He saves them. God gives a son, a son to Abraham. And he says, give me your son. And Abraham is about to give him a son. About to slash his throat. And then God says, you know what? Lift up your head. There's a ram there. Take it. It's a strange thing you see in scripture. That almost all the time, God is coming through for certain people. But these people are people that he knows. That even if he doesn't come through for them, they will stay with him. Do you understand? Even if he doesn't do the thing they're asking for, he knows that these guys should stay with me, so he does it for them. The enemy went to God and said, you know what, I've seen your son, Job. I think the only reason he's worshipping is with you is simply because you have created a hedge around him. Remove that hedge, let me strike him, and let's see whether he will still be with you. God reposed so much confidence in him, said, I'm going to remove him. Just don't kill him, but you can't touch him. You can't. And he started, he touched his, his, his business, touched his children, his family. To the point, his wife was telling him, you know what? Okay, no, I am stuck. Just curse God and die. And the Bible says, in the face of all these things, he was still praying. In fact, to the point that his brethren had issues and he was interceding for them. How crazy can you be that when you have your own issue, you haven't finished solving, you have put your own issue aside and you are addressing the issues of other people. God knew that there is something about this, my servant Job. He's not worshipping me because of his business. He's not worshipping me because of children. He's not worshipping me because of cattle, because of sheep. He just loves me. And because of that, the Bible says, after that he had been through this, he got a double of what he used to have. The Lord is looking for a generation of people who will say that no matter what, I am with you. And if you can come to that place, he would give you more than you can carry. Somebody shout, that is my story. Look, now the king said, eh, you people want to be arrogant. He says, go and heat the fire seven times hotter. Seven times hotter. Bring the fire into a state of perfection. Because Okoto on Wabad, what does that mean? Crab as that what? Higher for low flow. Okay, English, English. Uh, 
Eh, all this people did English. <laughs> hey! Okay. Okay. Grab no the bomb bed. No problem. Three points for pigeon. Crab, not the bomb bed. So it is wired in the nature of, of, of um, species to produce after their kind. Now, if God is a consuming fire and I'm the son of God, or we are children of God, it means we are blazing fires as well. It means we are, we are mini consuming fires. And that is why when I'm burning hot, whatever fire is around me, I will consume it and make myself even bigger than I used to be. That is why the Bible says, the moment they escaped and they came out of the fire, now, the king said, from today, I have promoted you. They went into the fire at one level, but when they were ex exiting the fire, they were elevated. Out of this fire you are facing, I see an elevation coming. Out of this test, I see the Lord lifting you up. Out of this, if only you will survive, if only you will keep calm, if only you will go through it, I see God coming through for you, because he will never lie. He cannot lie. The Bible says they were bound. But it says, I see, I see four men walking in the midst of the fire. They were not sitting um, sadly in one corner. They were not morose. They used this as a time of fellowship with their father. There are times when fire comes. You don't complain. You just use it as a time to fellowship with God. They, they were walking with God in the midst of the fire. When fire comes, learn to walk with God, not complain to men. When, when heat, the pressure is on, learn to just walk with God in the midst of the, of the pressure. Don't just go about and be complaining. Walk with him in the midst of it. Because, you see, you will come out of it and you will not look like somebody who has been through fire. The Bible says, even there was not a single hair on their head that was burnt. So these guys who just emerged from fire, they, there was nothing about fire on them. And I see some of you, within the next one year, when God brings you out of this situation, people will look at you and you will not look like your story. You will not look like your past. Because you will not have any resemblance to the things that you, are, you have been through. And I see seven of you, that that is going to be your story. You are coming out of this stronger than before. Somebody give your neighbor a high five and say, that is my story. As we are sitting do you know the thing people are going through do you know the fire people are facing i've told you this thing never forget it the fact that you see smiles on people's faces does not mean that all is well that's why it, it hurts me when people want to add their own pressure to other people not recognize that people are already going through stuff do you understand what i'm saying people are going through stuff and uh, and then we have a way of writing them off you have a way of belittling people. You have a way of picking their, 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 their problems or their shortcomings and inflating it and blowing it out of proportion whilst hiding our own. Yeah, you, didn't, you didn't know I'll say this one too. And we'll add to the stress and the pressure people are, fa are facing. There are lots of people. There, there are people that when they go through things, they don't talk. They are just quiet. They don't talk. But they are going through some fires. If you can't help them through it, keep quiet and let them run through it with their God. Yeah. Oh, Pana, they say come and carry them into Didi Didi. At the end of the day, you lost your life. There are certain people, if you don't understand why they are going through that, be careful how you, you come around them in those situations. You may become a casualty in the, after the fire. 
You don't know what is going on. You too, you want to say something. Can I, can I go there? You don't know what is happening. You too, you feel that because of one or two scriptures you know, you, you, must, you must judge and you must, you know, you must subject people to standards. Hey. Have to be careful. Though. Have to be careful. People are going, sometimes I see people, I see the bad things on them and I just pray for them in my heart. God, they don't open their mouths to tell you. Look, you will meet some people, you, you see them in a certain way today. The way they are today is a product of the experiences they have been through. And so if you don't know the, the, where they have, the paths they have walked, be careful before you judge them where they are standing today. Do you know how they got there? Do you know how they arrived there? They have been through some things. Tap somebody, say, be gentle with people. Be gentle with people. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. When they came out, man of God, they were elevated, they were promoted. Which God is this one? After the fire comes the promotion. Then every day God puts me through fire. Because if you promote me after fire, then I need to keep that cycle going on. So just put me in some fire. I am ready to survive it. Not everybody survives this fire. And so not everybody gets promoted. Some people just stop there. They become casualties of the fire. But some people get promoted after the fire. Listen, in your fire moment, you are alone. But not really. God is with you. In your fire moment, you appear alone. But God is with you. It's like, no, the people who used to call you are not calling anymore. Those who used to talk to you, like everybody has deserted you. You know, there's a way when you are successful, people just come around you. It is, it is, it is, it, it attracts. It is even in the Bible that the king shall come to the brightness of your rising. So when a man is rising, there is some brightness attached to it, which will just draw men towards him. Not just men, even kings will be drawn towards the brightness of people's rising. So sometimes it will hurt that the people you have worked with successfully some time past, suddenly when things started going down, they don't check on you anymore. They are not around anymore. You used to do Friday nights out in certain places. But now when the money started going down, they don't even want to hear you. They meet you in town and they pretend like they care, but they don't care. I've told you, when they say, how are you? They only want you to say, I'm fine and go your way. Because nobody is really interested in how you are. But thank God your destiny is not in the hands of people it is in the hands of the king of kings and the lord of lords and i see him bringing you to the place of perfection somebody say yes yeah. this guy has built again statue 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 an image he says you said this about me this is what i want then he says he did 60 cubits by six I'm ending. I told you I don't want to preach for long. 60 cubits by 6. Somebody says 60 by 6. 60 by 6. You see clearly in, in, in biblical numerology, the number 6 stands for, for man. It's the number of man. Somebody say the number of man. So 1 is new beginning. Uh, 2 can represent division. Five, grace. Six is the number of man. That is why man was created when? On the sixth day. Then the sixth commandment says, that shall not kill. It is the number of man. It refers to man. Look through scripture and every time um, man is being spoken about, it's associated 
with the number six. And that is why 666 is so prominent for associated with the enemy. It is the enemy's onslaught on man. It's the number of man. Tap someone says the number of man. What this guy essentially was doing was saying, number one, you have spoken of things to come, but I am defying what you are saying. I am building something which is bold in nature. And I'm building it in a way that suits me. Six and six. That fits into what I want. What I feel like doing. So that everybody will just worship me as I feel it. And, and that is where we have come to in this generation. People just want to do what they want. And do as they feel. People don't want anymore to be, to, to be, to be spoken to or be, 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 be preached about scriptures and about Jesus. In many countries, it is even illegal for you to talk to somebody about Jesus. They will say it is religious harassment because we have elevated the statue of man. And yet, in some of those countries, they, they, it is okay to teach them Buddhism and other things, but they have removed the Bible from our school. On one hand, on one hand, on one hand, they will tell you that, um, that it is okay to, to be gay. Then on the other hand, they will tell you that you cannot disagree with somebody who wants to be gay. If you tell them to change, it is hate crime. It is on the same level as terrorism. Hey. The statue of man. You are elevating man's feelings. Look, in a certain, I read a certain story. Um, a, a, a brother and a sister they went to court, they fought for years, and now they've been given permission to marry. Ten years, yes. They fought for ten years. A brother and a sister. They said they are in love. So they must be allowed to marry. And they fought it in court for years. Then after ten years, they said, you are free, you can marry now. And they were excited. When you allow man to have his way, these are the things that will happen. So write it down. Very soon, you will see worse things in Ghana. I'm telling you. But the question is, when these things happen, where will we be? Will we be with them that are bowing down to the statue of man? Or we would be with our God and say that no matter what you offer me, even if you, you, you put me through fire, even if you call me names and do whatever you want, I'll still stand with my God. Listen, the Bible says they change their names from Mishael, Azariah, and Hananiah to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And uh, somehow they were thinking that by altering their names and giving them Babylonian names, they would have influenced their psyche and caused them to behave in the way every other Babylonian behaved. But what they didn't know is that the people through and through are Jewish people and they believe in their God. So you can change their name, but you won't change how they behave towards their God. You can change their name, but you can't change how they feel towards their God. I pray for you that you come to the place. You see, people know you because of certain past experiences they have had with you. Because of how they knew you in the past. So for them, they can't reprogram their minds to see you in another way. But it doesn't matter how they see us or address us. All that matters is that we are different people from today. You can call us whatever you want, but it won't change our love for God. You can address us however you want. Oh, these Krife people, these Kolo people, it will not change how we feel about our God. A time is coming. It is those who will stand for God that God will stand for. Somebody say, I hear you. Fire. Rise to your feet. You let me pray. So, want to pray that the fire within will be stronger than the fire around. Hallelujah. The fire within will be stronger 
than the fire around. Did you realize when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were being thrown into the fire? Where was Daniel? Have you asked yourself that question before? Where was Daniel? Where was he? He must have been around, true or false. Because the book where we read this one is called the book of Daniel. And so if he's writing these accounts, somehow, somewhere, somehow, even if he wasn't there physically, he would have heard what was happening. That, that goes to tell you there are certain even key and vital people around that there are certain peculiar situations you go to, they will not be able to offer any help. There are times that you go through something even your pastor will not understand. I'm telling you. You go to something, you, you won't know how to explain it to your pastor. You won't know how to break it down. How, how am I presenting? There are some things you are, you are feeling on the inside, but you can't even vocalize it. Yesterday I spoke to a, a, a certain lady and I gave her a, a certain prophecy some years ago and I told her what was going to happen in her life between the age of 29 and 32. And some, some of these things took place. God shifted a few things. And then, and then she started feeling ill at 32. And she went to the hospital. They ran tests and did many things. She's been to about four or five different hospitals. And every time they look at everything and they say there's nothing wrong with you. But she knows that she's not well. She's losing weight. She, she's feeling pain. She's in pain. She's hurting. But medical people say there's nothing wrong with you. And she said, she remembered the prophecy and said, ah, why did I end at 32? Doesn't mean she's going to die. Because everybody will come and tell her, I had a dream about you, you were dead. I saw you, you were dead. Everybody keeps telling her you were dead. And so she's walking and she's a pale shadow of herself. She's not bubbly like she used to be because in her mind, she's just about to die. So she's writing off from reality. And I told her, who gave you that prophecy of 29 to 32? He said, you did. I said, listen to me well. If I'm the same person who, who said it, there is no way you can die. I said, if you die, you'll be the first testimony of a resurrected soul in this, in this church. We will not allow you to die. And I said, thank God that medicine has expressed their opinion. When, when you, there is no way you can find demons under a microscope. You cannot visualize demonic activity under a microscope. So you, I usually tell people, let them do their part because I believe in med science. After all, Luke was a scientist. He was a med medical doctor. I believe in its ability. In fact, that's why God gave us a brain. Some pastors will tell you um, when you are going to give birth and they say, CS, don't do it. You have to pray for it. Master, if it is CS, go and do it too. If it must be done, it must be done. If the doctor said we have done, that we have rational, we have thought that, do it. Don't let anybody tell you and this. Master, don't mind them. What are you talking about? So I believe in the place of medicine. But there's a place that when medicine gets to, it cannot interpret things anymore. And that is where the power of God enters. And I told them, you know what? Meet me at this day, at this time with your pastor. Come. And we'll see if our God is still alive. He's still active. Are you ready to pray? The fire within, let it burn hotter than the fire around. Please lift up your voice to get a prayer. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. 
Thank you for listening to the Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. For more of these messages, please subscribe to his podcast and SoundCloud. It's Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. To interact with him, like his page on Facebook, follow him on Twitter at Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr.